Welcome to the November 2022 update of Project Passive. My name's Mitchell Kuchonda. If you prefer to read as opposed to listen to this, feel free to head to my website, kdmhealth.com. That's k-d-m-h-e-a-l-t-h.com. There you can click on the Project Passive link and read the diary in its entirety in your own time. I also house all links I refer to in this podcast on that website as well. Furthermore, absolutely none of this or what I've ever referred to is financial advice. Far from it. Things like hindsight bias, home country bias, anchoring, confirmation bias, loss aversion, etc. can all creep in at times. Few humans are immune to these biases. I'm simply sharing my thoughts and actions to keep myself accountable in real time on this journey. Let's get into it. The quote from November 2022 is... True well-being is not only determined by your physical and mental health, but also by the sense of peacefulness, joyfulness, and blissfulness within you. And that quote is from the great Sadhguru. The 1st of November. The Reserve Bank of Australia today increased interest rates another 0.25% to a total cash rate of 2.8% currently. Thursday, the 3rd of November. Overnight, the Fed in the US increased interest rates another 0.75%, with comments indicating that interest rates will go higher than expected and inflation is more of a challenge than previously thought. The market's response was what you'd expect, a lot of red. In other news, a friend sent me a post on Twitter where the fact-checkers got fact-checked. Basically, the White House in the US posted about inflation and how they are helping people deal with it. This is of course false, but until Elon bought Twitter, you'd have to search far and wide to get the truth. Not anymore. There were what's called community notes on the White House's Twitter post revealing the truth that a former government had in fact enacted a bill many decades ago, not the current administration. The White House then deleted the post. That's an interesting way to deal with things, don't you reckon? But, I, but a wonderful change of circumstances for open dialogue on the internet. Thursday, the 10th of November. The latest Animal Spirits podcast discussed layoffs happening at a bunch of big tech companies. Facebook alone has apparently cut 11,000 staff. Now, in the scheme of things, this doesn't impact the economy too much, especially with unemployment rates currently so low. But what I do find interesting is Warren Buffett's quote from a couple of years ago that rising interest rates are like gravity to asset prices. We've seen and are seeing this play out with a re-rating of asset prices. Now the risk-free rates are climbing. The value of these businesses in this new environment are correcting, so these businesses must prioritise profit. Reducing fixed costs in business contributes to greater profits. The 2022 midterm elections have come and gone, but better than me doing a summary, this week's All In podcast has a fantastic discussion covering all bases and angles. Friday the 11th of November. Inflation numbers came in better than expected overnight in the US at 7.7% over the year to October, which is down from 8.2% a month earlier. Now, it would be an understatement to say this was positive for the market. Check out some of these numbers. The S&P 500 index up 5.5% overnight. The NASDAQ up 7.35% overnight. Apple up 8.9%. Amazon up 12.1%. Square up 178 Coinbase up 10.7%, Unity up 29.4%, Meta up 10.2%, and Snowflake up 15.1%. Now, those businesses are just the businesses that I saw that went up the most. There's no um, underlying message in me reporting any of those businesses. 
One of the reported challenges of market timing is simply missing rare days like this. If you're not invested during the five or 10 biggest days of the year each year, it negatively impacts total returns. Wednesday, the 16th of November. Wages in Australia rose 1% in the September quarter and 3.1% annually, which is slightly exceeding the forecasts from the Australian Bureau of Statistics. Thursday, the 17th of November. Australia's unemployment rate falls to a new record low of 3.4% versus the expectation that would remain at 3.5% in October. With unemployment being so low, it appears either interest rates need to rise further or the effects of the existing interest rate rises are yet to filter through the market. Friday, the 18th of November. One of my favourite podcasts I've mentioned a bunch of times is the SB Talks podcast, which had former Reserve Bank Governor Ian McFarlane on as a guest. So if you're interested in what he had to say, it's definitely worth checking out. Thursday, the 24th of November. Confession time. The back end of this month is the first time since I started the Project Passive Diary, not the project itself, just maintaining the diary side of things, that I felt no need to stay on top of various events. This month, with the midterms in the US and the FTX crypto debacle, was particularly eventful. In spite of this, I felt absolutely no need to concern myself with any of it. I must say, it's a great feeling. Quality businesses will do well, and by owning the index, I'll own all these quality businesses. The self-cleansing nature of the indexes ensures I don't miss out. Sure, I may not own enough of them through an index, but I'm also not going to miss out on them entirely, nor make a dumb investment decision and lose money in my view at least. If it wasn't for the public accountability I mentioned at the start of every podcast episode, I'd probably have paused my documentation this month. So I'm grateful for the monthly deadline and the public accountability as much as it can be uncomfortable at times. That said, I know the shortest pencil is better than the longest memory. So documenting my thoughts and actions in real time is valuable to me, as is having such little concern for things I cannot control, is a worthy part of this documentation process. Plus, I've heard and seen too many cases of fact intertwined with fiction over the years in my profession of athlete preparation, coaching, in business and the like. I don't want to have to rely on my memory. Now's probably a good time to mention the FTX crypto exchange mess. If you've not heard about it, it's probably best to Google it. But it does appear to be criminal, fraud and theft rolled into one. The exchange's founder used customers' money to be the second biggest donor to the Democratic Party in the US behind George Soros, promoting himself as a virtuoso and be another wonderful example of the shortcomings of greed and arrogance. As a result, Bitcoin and the crypto market in general has contracted significantly. In unregulated markets, these are the risks. If people had their crypto in a hard wallet storage, it wouldn't matter. But this but this is difficult when FTX was offering between 8 and 18% returns on staking coins and currencies on their exchange in a macro environment of interest rates of 0.1% at the time. This never added up for me, and it's now clear why. If things seem too good to be true, they usually are. This certainly was. Brian Armstrong, the CEO of the US publicly listed crypto exchange called Coinbase, was interviewed on the All In podcast a week ago. And I think from memory, it's episode 103 or episode 104. It's worth checking out if you'd like to learn more about all that. What's most interesting to me is go back a year or two and people are happily buying Bitcoin for 30,000, 40,000, 50,000 and 60,000 plus US dollars. 
Whereas today, it's at around 17,000 US dollars at the time of printing, and none and nothing has changed in relation to Bitcoin itself. And I bet London to a bridge, around 80% of the people who bought Bitcoin between 20,000 and 60,000 US dollars are not buying anymore. That right there is an example of dumb money. To be clear, I'm not making any inference around if you should or shouldn't buy it. I'm pointing out the extremely obvious behavioral biases most people end up facing and needing to learn from and overcome. Wednesday, the 30th of November. Inflation here in Australia has come back marginally, but the way we measure inflation can be confusing because the way we measure it is as a, it's a rate of change measurement. This inflation print coming in a bit lower, while good from a rate of change perspective, it doesn't communicate that we have a clingy inflation rate way above the 2 to 3% band the Reserve Bank prefers. Like most things in life, the devil's in the detail. To wrap up November, I've recently reread Nassim Taleb's fantastic book called The Black Swan. It reminds me of how incompetent we humans are at predicting significant future events. And I quote from page 135. When I ask people to name three recently implemented technologies that most impact our world today, they usually propose the computer, the internet, and the laser. All three were unplanned, unpredicted, and underappreciated upon their discovery and remained underappreciated well after their initial use. They were consequential. They were black swans. Of course, we have this retrospective illusion of their partaking in some master plan, and so on." End quote. If you'd like to learn more about that and predicting and so on, I highly recommend um, two of his books. One, the first called Fooled by Randomness and the second one called Black Swan. They are fantastic reads from a mathematician um, that get some really great points across. Anyway, that wraps up this month. I hope you have a fantastic December and enjoy the festivities. Thanks for listening.